Now on to the report. Welcome back to Reborn Report. I'm Don Pfeiffer. And I'm DJ Pfeiffer. Well, today, DJ, I'd like to talk a little bit about what's going on in our country and what I believe is wrong with our country today. Well, we like to do this every once in a while. We like to give an update. Uh, uh, what would you call it? State of our nation? Yeah, from a Christian worldview perspective. Just to, you know help everyone realize that everything that's going on in the world today it's not the end game it's not all that there is i think it's a good reminder for everyone that there's more to life than what you see on the news and it's certainly not god's fault sure that we're sure things are happening the way they are so i we like doing these episodes going talking about what's going on in the world and relating it to christianity because it's always a good reminder and we did our fantasy football draft last night. <laughs> yeah, we did. With our family. There's 10 of us. We all get together and do fantasy football. And uh, you won last year. Yeah. But I think my team's going to be better this year. Well, you didn't draft all Bills players. I you? know it. Son of a gun. My brother, Doug, stole Josh Allen from me because he had the number one overall pick. And nobody that plays fantasy football drafts a quarterback in the first round, except me. Yeah. And they know that, so they stole Josh Allen in the first pick. I almost quit. <laughs> anyway, back well, to... Well, he did have the most fantasy points last year. Yes, he did. So, And okay. we have high expectations of the Bills this year. We're pretty excited about it. Yeah. Get back on topic. Now. Okay. So, you know, DJ, as we watch any of the major news networks today, we hear the commentators talking about solving the current issues that are facing our country right sure. yeah, yeah things like immigration policies and the open border situation uh the covid19 vaccinations and mask mandates uh unemployment our economy and in rising inflation everything's getting more expensive the gas I, prices are I through the roof my car or van the other day and i could it wouldn't stop it kept going. <laughs> uh and then there's all the infrastructure and legislation bills and our government with massive spending. I mean, I, I, I saw that that ticker, how I would describe it, about our, our debt and how it, oh, and, yeah. and the numbers keep going up. Yeah. I don't know how we're ever going to go from underneath that. It's crazy. And to me, the biggest issue the U.S. is currently facing right now, the terrible, absolutely crushing uh, devastating situation in Afghanistan. And I tell you, it's all result, resulting in growing conflicts between, in our government, between the Democrats and the Republicans. Mm -hmm. It's sad, really. Now, if you simply turn the channel to another major news network, you'll get almost the opposite opinions on how to solve these same issues. Well, I wanted to add in here. Remember when we did our episode with Grandpa? Yeah. And we were talking about how back when he was a kid, big issues like world wars and, you know, all, all these things that affected everyone's lives seemed to bring people together. But now, every time there's an issue, it seems like it's pushing people further and further apart, like yeah. you were saying. I don't think we've ever seen a time in our country, in our great nation, where we've been so divided. Right. 
It seems the gap between the left and the right is getting wider and deeper to the point that our government is becoming less functional. Right, exactly. At best, less efficient. Like I was saying, with my grandpa, when he was a kid, people would still come together and try to solve these issues. But now it seems like people are doing stuff just to try to get back at one another, you know? Well, I, as a matter of fact, DJ, it's gotten so bad that when I talk to people about the current issues, the response I'm getting more and more is, I just turn it all off. Right. I can't watch the news anymore. I hear people say it all the time. And they say it's getting harder to know who's lying and who's telling the truth. It's getting harder to know who's right and who's wrong. It really seems to me that a lot of people are losing faith and hope because of everything that's going on in our country today and all over the world, really. You're right, DJ. And in light of the big picture of humanity, I believe we're witnessing the depravity of mankind. And it's because of this, relative moralism. Yeah, we've talked about that in the past. Yes, we did. Think about it. What is right and what is wrong is sadly becoming more and more subjective. Relative to each person and what they believe. Each group, each, yeah. each, each way of thinking. It's going well beyond just having differences of opinion, too. I believe that if people do not adhere to a set of moral standards that are above the authority of any man or political party, then things will continue to get worse in our nation and all over the world. Well, if you think about it, relative moralism is true because people readily admit that it's happening. Because if you think about it, you watch an old movie and it says, you know, something racist, it'll say, oh, well, that was just a product of the time. Yeah. That's relative moralism. Exactly. You know, now it's changing. So it's different relation. Well, it's, it's bad. But here's the thing. We're not trying to be pessimistic here and we don't want to paint a gloomy picture, but rather present a warning. Exactly. You see the whole purpose of reborn report in these episodes that we do is to show the truth about our loving creator, God, That's and why right. we need him so much in our lives. That's absolutely right, DJ. And I want to say this too. We're not really into man's religion. Yeah, you talk about that quite a bit. With all of its different theories and ideas and interpretations. Nor are we sponsored by any religious denomination, right? Yeah, we're non-denominational. But we certainly do believe that people need to see and understand the benefits for individuals and our country as a whole to operate guided by the principles of our loving creator, God. Mm -hmm. I believe it's the best way for our nation to get out of all the mess that we have created. And so we are committed to teach the importance of knowing God's word and the truth and wisdom it contains so you can apply it to your life situations and see firsthand with a relationship with God how it will improve your life and improve our society. Yeah, you can experience real hope, real lasting joy, and peace in your heart that only a personal relationship with God can provide. And you can experience a level of love that the world simply just does not offer. That's absolutely right, DJ, and it's the truth. And it's really important, DJ, because one of the things that all of us have in common, whether we admit it or not, is a need for love. Mm. I mean, I think it's wired right into our very DNA. It's the way God created us, a need for him. Well, people are always looking for an, a spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend. Look how they dive into their careers or dive into their job. Or people dive are always into looking to hobbies. try to find stuff that they love. Try to find, yeah. yeah, something they love. There's an old country song that I used to sing way back in the day when I had a band. 
looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember that? Yeah. So in light of everything that's happening today, it sure seems to me like that is the root cause of our country's problems. Our point is this. It's only if we acknowledge the authority of God and seek his guidance as a nation that we will be able to find lasting peace in real love for each other, really. Right. It's the best way for things to change in our country, the best way for things to improve, because only God can cause real change at the heart of a man, right? Right. When you get to know Jesus as a, on a personal level, it changes you on the inside. It makes you a better person forever. More Christ-like. You become a better spouse, a better parent, a better friend, hopefully a better son. <laughs> hopefully a better father. <laughs> you become more caring and a more loving person, yeah, right? Of course. You care more. Yep. I remember uh, back before I was a Christian, I could have cared less what, how people felt. I was concerned about myself and my own ability to get ahead. I was young and I wanted to, I wanted to get, you know, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. I wanted to have a nice vehicle, have a nice home, and I put myself You didn't first. care what was in the way. No, not so much, and, but things are different now. God gives you a different perspective, and he gives you peace, too. Oh, yeah. Well, DJ, I want to say this. Late in his life and ministry on earth, Jesus wanted his disciples to tell him what they believed about him. And so he asked them the biggest question of all time. What's that? Who do you say I am? Mm. You can read about it in Matthew chapter 16. Now let me explain why I say it's the biggest question of all time. Right. Like I said, on TV news networks, you can hear the hosts giving their opinions to answer the questions that are facing our country today, right? Mm -hmm. And as important as these questions are, they simply fail in comparison to Jesus's question. You see, you can be wrong with your answers to the many questions facing our country today, but you dare not be wrong about your answer to his question. Your answer to Jesus's question will determine your eternal fate. Mm. It will determine where you'll be living for all eternity. It kind of puts it all in perspective too. Yes, it does. With the truth being this. This life here and now is the shortest thing we'll ever do. You stole that from me. Yeah. That's well, my saying. It, it's true. <laughs> you see, God is eternal and we are made in his likeness and image. So with the life he gives us, we are also eternal. That's true. Our body is just a shell where we live right now. Right. And because God gave man free will, the ability to choose him, it's up to you to decide where you will spend all of eternity. That is absolutely the truth. And it's the big picture. Uh, it reminds me of another country song I used to oh, play. Gosh. Where am I going to live when I get home? Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. I don't even know Where achy, am I breaky heart. Live when I get home, my old lady's throwing out everything I own. We do not own rights <laughs> to the song. <laughs> it's true, though. It doesn't it? Well, getting back on point. The disciples were a bit stunned and surprised by Jesus' question. And only the apostle Peter attempted to answer. Peter said, you are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. It's in Matthew. Good cha- answer. Yeah, it's in Matthew chapter sixteen, verse sixteen, I believe. And I'll tell you why it's a good answer. 
And really what's amazing about it, and it's really important for us to understand, Peter did not come up with an answer on his own. Mm. You see, the next verse in Matthew chapter 16. He was cheating? He stole someone's answers? (laughs) Well, in verse 17 of Matthew 16, it tells us that it was a divinely given response. God himself helped Peter Mm. with the correct answer to this all-important question because it's a question that not only applied then, it applies to everyone today as well. And so in light of everything that's going wrong in our world today and in our country today, I ask you the same question. Who do you say Jesus is? Well, you know, the well-known author and former atheist turned Christian, C.S. Lewis, we've talked about him on the podcast before. He's wrote a lot of popular books. Wrote Narnia. Yeah. Yeah. We all watched that. Everybody's seen that Narnia movie and read those books. Right, yeah. He he was an atheist and turned Christian. We talked about his... uh, uh, conversion story mm-hmm. at some point what did he say he was he was the he said he was the i can't remember you brought it up now you started it now i can't remember exactly what he said <laughs> something about being the most uh stubborn stubborn christian on the face of the planet yeah, at that moment because he was so fought his conversion yeah. so hard he yeah. tried not to accept god yeah. in so many different ways yeah yeah something like that look it up But C.S. Lewis came up with three possible answers to that very question that you just answered, who is Jesus? Okay. He said, number one, Jesus was a liar, deceiving mankind by conscious fraud. Right. Number two, Jesus was a lunatic, deluded and self-deceived. Okay. Number three, final thought, Jesus was the divine Lord God. And we tend to agree with the third one. Well, it's the only one that makes sense, right? Right. So it's the only I mean, one that gives me well, hope, that's for sure. It, well, it's true, and it's you think about the Bible and in way to the history that we talked about the Bible. Jesus would have had to have been the smartest lunatic, yeah, because it would have been a huge comp- conspiracy. Yeah, he would have been the smartest man of all time. Yeah, and to all, deceive all, the world, and all the disciples had to have been in on it too. And and his his if he was a raving lunatic and it was all fake. It's still changing the hearts and lives of people today. Right. I got healed by God's word. Mm -hmm. How can that happen if it's not true? That's a good point. So the biggest question that everyone needs to answer is, do you believe or who do you believe Jesus Christ is? Mm -hmm. Who do you believe Jesus is? We say son of God. But why? Why do you need to ask that? It's simple, really. Someday you will face the last day of your life. None of us are getting away from that. None of us want to experience Nobody it. Nobody wants to think about that. But with, happen. with this, you need to think about it. So ask yourself, are you ready? People say, no, I'm never ready for that. I'm ready. Well, you should be. You can be. You can be prepared for that day. Yep. Now, I've heard many people say, I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Really? No, no, you won't. It'll be too late then. Too late. According to God, and the old he, lady has sung. <laughs> according to God, the fat lady, the fat lady, yeah, the fat the lady. lady. You know, according to God, and He is the author of life. Right? You need to make that decision while you're still here in this body, in this life. Yeah. DJ, I want to tell our audience a, a short true story. Okay. 
About 6,000 years ago, a young couple by the name of Adam and Eve I've heard of them in paradise in a beautiful garden that their creator had made especially for them. They were told by their creator that they could enjoy this home fully, with one exception. They were not to eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they would surely die. It's a true story. You can read about it in Genesis chapter 2. Yep. Now, sadly, they disobeyed God. And sin and death came into that perfect world that God had made. They ate the fruit. And as a result, because of their disobedience, death and sin, like I said, came into the world. And everyone, as a result, is born into sin. We are all under a death sentence. Because we sin too. It says that exactly in Romans 5.12. Right. But our creator, he is a good God. He is the God of all mercy and grace. And he did the unthinkable. He took the punishment (laughs) upon himself because of his limitless love for each one of us. He is love. That is awesome. That's right, DJ. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, came to this earth, and he paid the penalty for our sin. He offered himself to us as our Savior, just like it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 22. Yeah, Dad, and the Bible is very clear on the subject of salvation, I might add. Yes, it is. John three sixteen. everyone knows it, but it says that God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And so, as you consider the world's most important question for yourself that we've been talking about, it's important for you to know and believe what the Bible says, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that it is not of yourself, it is a gift of God, not by works, lest anyone should boast. Boy, if you think about it, what that verse says, that's very revealing, isn't it? It sure is. It's an important verse for everybody to understand and to know. And I'll add this to it, DJ. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, God's word says that if you confess your sins with your mouth and believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, if you believe in him with your heart, you will be saved. Right. And like I've already said, with your salvation and future eternal life in paradise in heaven with God, you also are changed at the heart level, mm-hmm. you now have the resources right inside you to become a better person. And I think it's clear. Life. It's important to make it clear that we're not talking about your physical blood pump. Right. We've talked about this before. We, when you your become spirit. a Christian, you don't. You, it doesn't mean that you won't get heart disease. <laughs> right. It it's means in, your spirit. It's in your spirit. Yeah. I think that's an important distinction to make. And here's the really good news for everybody. It's real. It's all true. Yeah. And it's a sure thing. You can know for sure that you are saved. 1 John 5.13 says, These things I have written to you who believe in the name of Jesus, the Son of God, Mm. that you may know that you are saved and have eternal life. I know I'm going to heaven, don't you, DJ? I sure do, yeah. That's right. More than anything else I know. Yeah. Now, if you also have trusted Christ as your personal Savior from your sin, God has given you a new mandate, and it's called the Great Commission. 
Yeah, exactly. Matthew twenty eight nineteen says, "Go therefore and make disciples of all men." There it is. And so it's our mission here at Reborn Report to proclaim the life changing message of the gospel that's contained in this book right here. That's right. Starting from the beginning, as described in the book of Genesis, in order to help make disciples of men. That's what we want to do. We want to turn Christians into disciples. And so we teach creation evangelism, mm-hmm. not man-made religion. Not evolution. <laughs> we believe that man and religion fail God, but God never fails man. That's a good one. I know that can be a harsh statement saying that religion fails man, but, or religion fails God, but it's true. Well, and religion fails man. That's true. Just take a look. At, that's why people see the hypocrisy yeah. in, 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 in religion. Exactly. Uh, Christianity can't even agree. Right. Different churches. We got, how many different churches do we have in our small town? Quite five, a few. Quite five? a few. Yeah. You remember, I don't remember what verse it is off the top of my head, but when it says, if the trumpet doesn't sound a clear call, who's going to come? Tr- Christian church is not sounding a clear hey, what, call. What, what great leader of ours said, united we stand, divided we fall? Abraham Lincoln. You know, just take a look around. Look at the way people are acting today in their attitudes, it doesn't take much to see that we're saying is true. And so it's our purpose with these podcasts to help people know and to understand the truth about God and his word. God made you in his likeness and his image, just like G.J. said. And he is the creator of our universe, of our world. He is love, just as you already said, D.J. Yep, yep. He's not in control of everything that's going on today. Now, he is all-knowing. He knows everything that's going on. Right. And he knows everything that's going to happen. And ultimately, read the end of the book, he wins. Yeah. And yeah. we win if we believe in him. But people have the free will, like you said, DJ, and he wants people to choose him and his ways. Mm-hmm. He didn't just make us out to be puppets on a string, like God is in control of everything. No. We have to choose how to make things better. And his way is the best way. And that's why he gave his people, he gave his disciples, and that same message he gives to us, that great commission that you talked about. Right. Because he is the right choice. His ways are better. His thoughts and ways are higher than man's. Yep. And he loves you more than you can possibly know. And like I said, so much more than he sent his son Jesus to die on that cross in Jerusalem to pay the penalty for your sin. And so we teach the truth about God's word boldly, not man's theories and ideas. To answer mankind's most searching questions, to give people a reason for hope, to find real peace and real joy at the heart level and experience a feeling of love that goes way beyond anything this world has to offer. Well, you said answer the most important questions. How did we get here? Why are we here? Where are we going? We know the answers to those. You know what's going to make You can know the answers to those if you read this Bible. And right now you're sitting there thinking, why am I here? Well, this is why you're here. Well, and what do we call that? God's love letter to the people? In our instruction book for life. Yeah. And you know what's going to make me real happy someday? 
about three years from now when you no. graduate from med school and buy your dad a brand new Chevy Colorado pickup truck. Say, no. here, dad, for taking care of me and I helping me all these once years. I graduate, you'd buy me a brand new Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if you don't, you know, we still have the happiness that no vehicle or no thing this yeah. world has to offer. Well, you know, dad, getting back on point, when they asked Jesus what the greatest commandment is, you know what he said? Oh, that's a good one. Love yep. the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Wow. Then he went on to say, the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Now think about all the problems we're facing in our nation today, all the problems you're facing in your life today. They would all start to melt away if people would simply listen to so and true. follow the truth in Jesus's words that it, I just mentioned. It's not rocket science. This isn't hard. It's not rocket scientists. You, you, you'll never let me forget that I said <laughs> that one time. This is true, and it's so easy. You know, the Bible is not complicated. It's, if, you, if you strip it away, you get rid of man's religion part of it, it's simple. Right. God said, I didn't come to judge the world. I came to save the world. Read the words, follow the words, understand the words. Don't live add it. to the words. Don't take away from the words. And live it. But the reality of what we see unfolding in our country and around the world today is the result when people do not follow God in his word. That's right. That's right. But still, there is hope. You see, the Bible tells us in 1 John 4, 4, that greater is he in me than he that is in the world. I quote that all the time when I sit down to take a test. It always motivates me. <laughs> sure. Meaning God and the spirit that he gives you, which made you a better person, a better father, a better husband, better whatever, is in there and can come out of you and help you with whatever the situation you face. Right. And so it all has to start somewhere. It starts with you and me and with all believers, really. Let's all band together in faith and pray to our loving God for the future of our country. Also, we ask you to share and help spread the message and information contained in these Readborn Report episodes. Yeah, we need your help. God's word can and will change your life. It changed ours. It certainly can help solve the problems we're facing in our country today. Sure. But... We all have to be an active participant, not a passive observer. Because real Bible faith is a verb. Yep. It requires action, right. doesn't it? Yep. Sure. Unfortunately, with man's religion, it is too often presented faith as a noun. Yeah, something you have, not something you do. A belief, yeah, just a belief. Something you have, not something you do. That's good, DJ. But the Bible says in James 2.14, faith without works is dead. Mm. Simply put, believing something without corresponding action doesn't do anybody, not even yourself, any good. Right. That's why people give up on going to church. That's why people give up on God. Well, they said, I believe, but you didn't do. Exactly. Yeah, good point. So we thank you for watching and listening. And with your help, we can reach more people with the truth about our loving creator, God. That's right. Man makes religion, but God is reality. You stole another one of my lines. Well, you know, I was thinking You're about You're learning it. good, grasshopper. <laughs> I was thinking about it, and we're talking about man-made religion quite a bit. And really, what you, you mentioned, Afghanistan, what's going on there, that's all that's going on there, right? Because that's what the, the terrorist groups there are 
Islam, the extreme sect of Islam, which we believe is a man-made religion, well, and people, they're using it to, if you don't believe it, well, you're going to kill you. People have forever taken the idea of God and twisted it to their own way of thinking. Right. Instead of standing on the principles of what it says, right. that book. Yeah. That's why we call it our instruction book for life. Because if I don't adhere to that, if I don't continually go back to that, I'll get off on my own way, on my own way of thinking. Mm -hmm. That's just who I am. That's a natural me. Right. We got to constantly hold ourselves in check to God's word. And if I come up with any ideas that are disagree with that, I need to hold myself in check to that. Well, I was talking. God is right yeah. all the time. Right. I get it right once in a while, maybe, if I'm lucky. So I was mentioning those terrorist groups like ISIS-K and how they take their religion, their extreme Islam, mm -hmm. and force it on people. And if they don't believe, they kill them. But don't think that just because you're a Christian, that makes you better than them. Because think about the Crusades. What did they do in the Crusades? It was Christians, and if you didn't believe it, they killed you. Mm -hmm. So you have to have the right well, mindset. It's not it. about what religion you are. You have that's to. That's right. We even, we even have. Uh, the point is, man-made religion just doesn't I'm, cut it. And I'm not going to give any exact names, but we even have uh, religious organizations in our own country that have added to and changed God's word and right. added to God's word and follow something that leads them astray. Well, we talked about the history behind the Bible and why you should believe the Bible has everything you need in it last week. So go back and watch that. True. I want to end today with this. God tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 14, that if my people who are called by my name, who believe in him, shall humble themselves, and there's the word, humble. Humble themselves and pray. Then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Boy, we need that more than ever today. Sure do. I believe we need to do this. Uh, the future of our great nation could very well depend on it. Everyone, pray. Tell everybody else you know to pray. Spread Reborn Report and pray that God will be with our military. I mean, think about it. They have been put in an awful situation in Afghanistan. Pray for God's mercy on those who have been killed. We owe our whole freedom to those Marines and those serving over there. And pray for those who we will leave behind in Afghanistan. May God help them and have mercy on them, and may God help us all. Yeah. Now, I don't normally like to get political, but today I am. Oh, no. To our president, I'd like to say this. You changed everything that our former president, Donald Trump, had put in place, and that's your right. The border policies, the pipeline here in our country between Canada and us, and abroad, and many other policies you changed. So you, sir, you simply cannot blame the way Afghanistan is unfolding on anybody but yourself and your administration's decisions. You, sir, are our commander-in-chief. 
So quit playing politics. Do what you promised when you were campaigning. Get your hands out of your face. Act like a leader. Stand against all terrorists, including the Taliban. Unify and protect American citizens in our country. Because if you don't, the American people aren't stupid. We will all know that you, sir, are fake. Don't be that. And please, get out of that teleprompter and look at us and speak to us from your heart if you can. If not, please step aside. Because right now, in the USA, and quite possibly more than ever, we need real leadership and real American pride. With all due respect, sir, put America first. Well, I don't want to comment on that too much, but one thing I will say is, what was his campaign um, slogan? Build back better. I think that might have applied to every other country besides America. And he he was going to unify our country. And I'll add one more thing. Um, What one thing has he done to unify our country? Hey, listen, I'll add one more thing. You were speaking directly to him. I'm sure he'll watch this. (laughs) Well, I know he won't, but... um, So if you know Joe Biden, share this with him. Yeah. Well, listen... I'm just, we're just little peons. What we say doesn't matter. But listen, if enough little peons all stand up on God's word, God isn't a little peon. And if we all band together, what do you say? If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray, what will he do? Hear from heaven and heal our land. He's a good God. That's what he wants to do. But this, our country is in our control. If you want to take one small step in the right direction, you feel like, how can I help, but I don't know where to start, here's where you can start. If you're a Christian already, just wake up every morning and do good. Love your neighbor as yourself, yeah. like you said. Yeah. That, that's your first step. Yep. Love, the God, love your read Lord God with all your heart, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, and stay in that book. Read there, this book. I'll tell problem. you what to do. Most Christians, and I'm sorry to say this, I, for myself, for many, many years, I didn't get it till I was 50. You got to stay in that book. You got to know what yeah, it says. Right. We are woefully ignorant of God's word as, as a Christian society. And it's because of that we're becoming less and less Christian. We did a whole po- topic podcast about that. We've done a lot of podcasts about a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, again, thanks for watching and listening, and we appreciate your your uh, viewership. And uh, please share Rebone Report. With Joe Biden. <laughs> With Joe Biden <laughs> and Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi. And, and maybe if we get enough support, we'll get Donald Trump on here as a guest next week. <laughs> <laughs> billions and billions. <laughs> well, anyway... We'll see you all next time in a couple weeks right here on Reborn Report, where the Word of God will get you all fired up and make things better. Amen? Amen. See ya. See you guys. Bye.